T minus three, two, one. In condition confirmed and lift off. Welcome to your Space Flight Weekly podcast, the place to get caught up with whatever's happening with different aerospace companies around the world. We'll slightly favor SpaceX and probably end up talking about them for the majority of the time, but we love anyone that is working to get to space. Join us to learn what SpaceX, Rocket Lab, ULA, NASA, and others have done in the past week. I am Cole, and as always, I am joined by Blake. What's up? How are you, Blake? I'm doing good. You? Good. Who is the last man to walk on the moon? Oh. Last man to walk on the moon. There's a movie made about him. Um. Could it be Eugene Cernan? And you got it. Gene Cernan was the last man to walk on the moon in 1972, I think. And yeah, he made a, they made a movie after him after he finally opened up later in life. Huh. Cool. Yeah. As always, Blake will be bringing us her Astro Dad joke. Make, the, All right. make our life a little cheesier. So, what's an astronaut's favorite key on the keyboard? Ooh, um, just looking at my keyboard here, I have no idea. The space bar. Oh, that that one's bad. <laughs> these <laughs> these just keep getting worse. <laughs> it, it's a it's a slippery slope. <laughs> We're gonna be episode one hundred, and a year from now, it's gonna be like <laughs> it's gonna be so bad that no one's not gonna everyone no one's gonna laugh. Everyone's just gonna be crying. <laughs> okay. Well, and enough fooling around, because now we're going to get into our first piece of SpaceX news. And I'm, I'm going to be bringing you that today. Today we're going to be talking about Starship, for, uh, Starship SN4's sad demise. <sighs> so, last Friday, um, a, week, a week tomorrow for us recording, um, Starship SN4, SpaceX's serial number four proto- uh, Starship prototype, that had been testing for over a month now in Boca Chica, Texas. Um, it had gone. It has gone through um, pressure tests, uh, wet, uh, wet dry runs, wet dress rehearsals, um, and fi- uh, five static fires. And they were just performing the f- fifth static fire, the third one on Raptor serial number twenty. And about a minute after uh, the static fire, which seemed to be successful. Um, there seemed there was a large cloud of methane vapor that that started to pour out of uh, the bottom of SN4. Event after twenty-ish seconds of that, um, there was a some kind of ignition source and it went boom, completely obliterating Starship SN4 and the test stand. Uh, later, <laughs> it was just boom. It's a lot more um, entertaining than some of the other um, explosions we've had. Um, because before most of the serial numbers have um, um, demised on during their pressure test, so it's just been uh, non-flammable liquid nitrogen. But now it's methane and uh, liquid oxygen, so it was flamey. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, as I like to say, it went kaboom. <laughs> it's a technical term. <laughs> yeah. Um, later, uh, Elon Musk, after leaving the Kennedy Space Center press site, said, "Unfortunately." Uh, we thought was gonna, what we thought was going to be a minor test of a quick disconnect ended up being a big problem, referring to the explosion. 
So what I believe happened was a quick disconnect fuel valve that connected to Starship SN4 uh, did, well, disconnected, which wasn't what it was necessarily supposed to do at the time, but it did. And it didn't quite work. I think normally it would disconnect for when Starship took off or a hop or flight, uh, but it didn't quite do that. So that, that wasn't, it was a bit of a failure. And then it started pouring out fuel, which then found an ignition source and went kaboom. So that was quite interesting. And a search of SN4 had been getting pretty far along, but, and we're getting pretty close to hop, which would have, would have likely happened a few days ago, but it's too bad. Um, now SpaceX is going to have to work on um, repairing the launch site. So they have a lot of um, ground support equipment to repair. Uh, luckily, they have a new stand on site because that stand was obliterated. <laughs> so they actually just yesterday, I believe, they flipped the new stand over and put it into its final resting place. And they'll start uh, soon enough, they'll start adding the plumbing and different fixtures that they need for it. So my guess is, my guess is June 20th, um, it will all be ready. And maybe soon after that, we'll see Raptor, I mean, not Raptor, uh, Starship SN5 on the test stand. There you go. And I'm going to hand it off to Blake to talk about Demo 2. Okay. All right. So, um, just under a week ago on Saturday, um, at 1.33 p.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time, or Mountain Daylight Time, um, the Falcon 9 rocket uh, blasted off with a crew dragon on top of it. Inside that crew dragon were astronauts but, uh, Bob Gen- Benkin and Doug Hurley. So the dad, um, this calls just... them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, this was not a routine flight. So this is um, SpaceX's second flight with Dragon Crew Dragon, um, and it was a certification flight, um, Demo Two. So this is one. Uh, um, this flight was meant to help certify the Crew Dragon spacecraft to um, be part of a crew resupply mission. So, uh, not crew resupply. <laughs> resupply yeah. humans now? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, thinking like, I'm thinking CRS missions. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, anyways, um, they'll help shuttle um, astronauts to the ISS for NASA. Um, and this is a big deal because this is the first time um, in history that a commercial space flight company has been able to launch um, launch astronauts to orbit, um, or at least to the ISS. I'm not sure, was Virgin Galactic ever able to get people to orbit? Uh, they did take people to orbit a few years after their devastating um, fatal incident. Uh, right. But I think it's, I think there's only, wait, did I say to orbit? I think it's only a suborbital flight. Okay. It's a, so I think this it's is a pretty first... quick... This is the first commercial orbital flight? I, yeah, I believe so, with humans, yeah. Okay, so it's a, it's a huge milestone, um, and it went off without a hitch. It was perfect. Um, and so now astronauts Doug Hurley and Bob Benkin are on the ISS performing, conducting experiments, and they'll stay there um, for, at, we're hoping, at least 110 days. Ooh, that Actually, much? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's going to be about 103 now, but um, that's how long 
the Crew Dragon spacecraft is certified to stay at the ISS. Yeah. I don't think I don't think really anyone really knows how long they're going to stay up there at this point because it's just all about Crew One and when that's ready. They don't want to leave right. the ISS short-staffed. Right. Yeah. Don't want to leave that one lonely uh, Chris Cassidy. U.S. Yeah. Don't want to leave Chris Cassidy just up there by himself. Yeah. There's a lot of work and maintenance, and they want to get. Lots of science done on there, but then they also need lots of time for maintenance. Yeah, yeah. Um, I recommend reading Chris Hadfield's book, uh, An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth. Just as much insight as it gives to life on Earth. Um, <laughs> for every little bit, there's a bit in space, and he he gives shows a lot of what people don't know about life on the ISS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, we're we're not affiliated with that or anything. <laughs> we're we're not. <laughs> we have no sponsors, but I mean, I'm sure we're, we'd be looking for some. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Crew Dragon demo two. Uh, it was a historic moment in in uh, history, world history. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad to say that it went off perfectly. Yeah, I'm glad to say that I saw it. It's something that's <laughs> going to be. Um, remembered for years to come and kind of the start of the new commercial space era. It's also interesting because um, it's like it's a it was the um, current space race that was going on between Boeing and uh, SpaceX, and it's done. SpaceX won, which is it's just mm-hmm. crazy that it happened. For a while, it was looking like it wasn't going to happen, and then all of a sudden, boom! It they, they won, <laughs> and, and Boeing is potentially a year behind. Yeah, Boeing, Boeing is a bit behind, and I'm also wondering it's because SpaceX's seats is seats are so much cheaper than Boeing's that SpaceX is 50 million seat compared to the 90 million for Boeing. The funny, the funny thing is you could, I believe you can buy a, a whole uh, payload on the Falcon 9 for cheaper than a seat on the Starliner. Wow, I know. So I wonder and that that's per seat, right? Yeah. So, um. So, and I'm pretty sure Crew Dragons can seat up to seven passengers, yeah, though, am I correct? Yeah, well, it was designed for seven, but only uh, four will ever fly for NASA. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, so I, it's super cool that we're, that there's been astronauts on the new sci-fi Crew Dragon, and just, I'm excited to see many more launches to come. Crew One, hopefully mm-hmm. later this summer, because, uh, no, I just didn't get enough from that launch. <laughs> No. No, it's not going to get old. Okay, I think we're going to jump into spaceflight history today. Um, yeah, sorry, today in spaceflight history. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think that's brought to, brought to you by Cole today, me. And today, June 4th, is the 10-year anniversary of SpaceX's Falcon 9's first flight, which is crazy. The, uh, the Falcon 9 to date has had... Um, 80, I'm just pulling this up, one sec, Uh, 87 Falcon 9 launches, uh, with only two failures, that being Amos 6 and CRS 7, I think? Yeah, Yeah, I think it's 7. Yeah, so it's a 97.7 success rate, and it's the most op- used operational rocket, most flown operational rocket in the U.S., which is crazy. Um, aside, but then also got into this a little bit, and it's the most in the U.S., but then if you think about around the world, 
there was China, who has flown just tons of rockets. And I think Blake will be talking about them later today. And also Russia. I think the Soyuz has flown like 1,500 times. That's crazy. crazy. I, yeah, I may, I may be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, the Falcon 9 is super successful. And um, it has launched 20 uh, cargo dragons, three dragons, and about... Um, what's this number? 4,035... No, four hundred and thirty-five thousand eight hundred and fifty kilograms to the ISS. About, I believe that's what it is. And so, yeah, so ten years, and Falcon Nine has lots of years of reusability ahead of itself. So, yeah, it's crazy. Um, other things that happened on today was uh, back in. Well, what year was this? Oh, well, I'm prepared for this part. Oh, yeah. Uh, t- uh, here's another one. Uh, during June 3rd to 7th, 1965, NASA launched Gemini, Gemini 4 via a Titan II rocket. It was the second piloted Gemini mission, and its focus was the evaluation of spacecraft performance, procedures for cool rest, working, and eating cycles. Um, it stayed aloft for four days, and astronaut Edward H. White, or Ed White, uh, performed the first spacewalk by an American during that mission. So just quite a cool leap in um, engineering and just overall space flight that happened right there. So just, yeah, pretty exciting day in history. I just I think some of these small mm-hmm. things that aren't quite celebrated enough in history. And every day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is it over to yep. me now? All right. So today, um, we're going to focus on China. Um, so, uh, and specifically their Long March rocket. So, um, I know you were wondering how many launches it's had. It's had 333 launches. Wow. They, they just, I know yep. it's like and, a Long March, like. I swear, it's like twice a week they're launching that thing. Yeah, the, um, from what I can see, the last month launch was about a month oh, ago. Wow. Um, but that's, uh, that's going to change because at some point this month, I don't have a date. It's yet to be decided by um, the Chinese Space Agency. Um, they plan on launching... One moment. <laughs> um I gotta open this link. That's <laughs> okay. Um, load. Um, uh, yeah, they're going to be launching a satellite for a navigation network, um, and they're putting it in geostationary orbit. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's going to be the three hundred and thirty-fourth launch. Yeah, that's that's a crazy launch record. How many years has it been wa- launching? Do you know? Uh. I have this. No, come on. Um, I have this page. Let me see. Um, I think it's been launching since nineteen uh, seventy. Oh, that means when they, Wow. Yeah, they. Yeah, they used the Long March One rocket to launch its first satellite. I can't pronounce that. I'm sorry. Into low Earth orbit. 
um, on April 24th, 1970, becoming the fifth nation to achieve independent launch. Oh, capability. yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So yep. I, I didn't realize so it's that been, was... that, been launching for that long, but I think they've had quite a few variants of the Long March. Yeah. So um, it started out the, with the Long March 1, and that was replaced quickly replaced by the Long March 2 family mm-hmm. of launchers. Um, so here's the different variants. So there was Long March 1 from 1972, just past 1971, so it didn't last that long. Then in 1975, um, the Long March 2A came around, and that, that's been launching, that launched until 1978. Um, and then there was a little bit of a gap, and then in 19, uh, 1984, they had the Long March 3. Um, and sorry, um, just before that, the Long March 2C came oh, okay. out um, in ni- the end of 1983, or 1982, sorry. Um, and then there's just a plethora of yeah. them. So the ones currently launching today um, are the Long March 2C, Long March 2D, uh, Long March 2F, 3A, 3B, 3C, 4B, 4C, the Long March 5, Long March 6, Long March 7, and Long March wow. 11. That, that is mm-hmm. a long march. So, um, the number of stages, it appears that it's varied as far as the rocket design oh, yeah. has gone. Um, the rest of them are retired, um, but um, throughout... Throughout history, I'm not going to say it makes it sound really old. It's it's 50 years yeah, old. Yeah, that's though, crazy. This year, yeah, that's insane. Um, so it's had either two stages, um, two stages with four strap-on boosters, three stages, three stages with four strap-on boosters, um, or three solid and one liquid. Wow. Yeah. I be- yeah. I think it's mostly solid propellant on it is that correct yeah i, yeah. I think so I, um, I think i remember i think i might have sent you this quite a while ago but i think uh at one point they launched launched a long march off a boat wow that's with a solid rocket yeah with booster? a solid rocket booster that makes more sense because you don't have to have like the fueling equipment just kind of like light right. it like a model rocket <laughs> yeah but do you get the same like do you still have gimbal capabilities um, some have a little bit, but yeah, I was wonder. Um, Long March doesn't have like any control services on it, does it? Um, I'm not does it sure. like when you look uh, at it? Is there? Does it seem like there's any fins or anything? Um, there's a lot of different ones. All right. Yeah, I think it's it might have some. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't get yeah. a really good picture of I, it right now. I would now, wonder but... because a lot of the time you it's you just you can kind of um, angle which direction you want the propellant to travel in, the, uh, but right. I don't think you have as much gimbal as say a liquid fueled one. Right. Yeah. You've got a lot of control yeah. there. Yeah. All right. So just keep an eye out for that uh, for the date for this long march satellite yeah. launch i'm not sure if china live streams them i don't think they do i don't think we find out if it was successful until after it was successful yeah right 
Um, the last one, there are some videos on YouTube that I've been able oh, to Oh, yeah. Find. I think they released footage um, of it after, if it's successful. But I think they're pretty secretive with that right. stuff. Yeah. And the last one was the Long March 5B rocket yeah. that was launched. Nice. Okay, are we good to move on to the listener question section? Yeah, I okay. think so. Right now, we do not have a listener question. And uh, we do not quite have a Gmail address or email address for you to send in your questions, but we will have that very soon. So thank you all for joining us. And uh, uh, next time you come and we have a Gmail, uh, a Gmail address, make sure you send us your questions and we'll do our best to answer them or find the answer to them. So thanks everyone for joining us. Let us know what you think. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Once again, and I'm, I'm Blake. Cole. Space brings us, Space all, brings together. us all together. <laughs> and as everyday astronauts says, it's the border Stay we all safe, share. everyone.